Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle we're playing here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia, and I will be your storyteller for the evening. I'm joined by a wonderful group of people for tonight. Uh, we will start our introductions with Shawnee. Sorry, I was blanking for a second. Hi, I'm Shawnee, and I'm playing Guaya Vincente, the uh, awesome sorceress. And Drevian? I'm Drevian. I am playing Simon DeLuca, the Malkavian Taylor. And Austin? Hi, I'm Austin. I'll be playing uh, Rahab, the Kaitif uh, nurse. And Jeremy? Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Catriona, a lawyer for Clan Giovanni. Katie? Hi, my name is Katie. I'm playing Mercy Ransom, the Toreador tour guide. And our special guest star for the evening, Elle. Hi, my name is Elle, and I'm playing Lorraine Walters, the Tremere person to be determined. All right. So, as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, eat the rich, fuck the Supreme Court. Anything else? Uh... Does no job is worth your mental health. Does does that cover the marry portion of eight fuck kill? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So before we get in tonight, I want to say that the beginning of this episode is going to be a uh, long cutscene. So there's going to be a lot of me talking. Um, as much as you usually like to not pay attention to me, I highly suggest you listen in to the cutscene that is being told. And I also want to say that I am not a Civil War historian, so any dates or any uh, names of battles that I may miss or misattribute is entirely my own fault, and I will take blame for those. But I will also blame the American education system. So... When last we left off, Rahab and Kat had a meeting with Elena Moreau, the Crimson Mask, the Toreador Primogen, where they learned a bit more about Mercy slash Delilah. Um, having learned that not only had Mercy been involved in a number of high-profile murders during the Civil War, but also murdered Elena's sire while mortal. Similar, similarly, if I can talk, across town in the bayou, Guire sat with Azra and caught her up on everything that had been going on since her tenure in the employ of the Tremere and then the Sabbat had occurred. Uh, 
Azra asked a few questions. Guire gave as much information as she was able to and uh, really just delighted in having her loved one back home with her. Uh, meanwhile, Mercy was contacted by Destiny and informed about a rash of missing persons uh, that encompassed an entire hotel room floor. Uh, thinking that potentially there might be some lead there because the pattern just seems too good to be true. Also potentially pointing towards Clan Malkavian due to their predilection with numbers and patterns. Uh, Destiny suggested to Mercy that she ask Simon for any uh, additional information or any possible leads. Meanwhile, at Simon's place of business, Simon and Alexander worked a bit on the tomes that they had liberated from the Chimir Trantry, trying to figure out what secrets they might hold, and eventually ended up figuring out what they were looking at was some form of spell. They then contacted Guire and Cat and made their way to Cat's house. Um, Guire and Azra eventually joined as well, Cat having a little bit of um, annoyance at the extra plus ones that joined the party. And the group discovered that they were holding a mage's grimoire of a ma mage from House Flambeau. What this means to them, absolutely nothing in the current state of affairs. Um, but it could be useful down the road. And then, with one final guest showing up at Kat's house, Kat's aunt Nina and two of her other fellow clan members showed up to deal with the doorway. While the two gentlemen went upstairs with Guire, Cat's Aunt Nina was asked to help Mercy with a bit of her memory problems. At which point, Nina had her sit down and listen to her, imagining a long hallway with a door at the end that Mercy knew was locked, but was able to open anyway which flooded her full of memories, which is where we will be beginning tonight. And I'm waiting for reactions the moment I finish this sentence. Oh, dear. Delilah Moreau was born in 1838 in a small log cabin, roughly five miles north of the Arkansas and Louisiana border, to Dr. James Moreau and Miss Cassandra Moreau. The youngest of three children, she had a fairly uneventful upbringing until she reached schooling age, at which point she excelled in world studies and literature. Although she took a particular interest in history and geography. Delilah's life took a bizarre turn when war broke out between the states, and her family obviously choosing a side and not wanting to be traitors to their locale joined the Confederacy. Delilah never really agreed with the sentiments of slavery and as such chose to stay out of the political conflict and focus on her studies. Her brother Thomas, however, taught her a fair bit of saber work and how to shoot as an act of rebellion 
with a little prodding from Delilah herself. One of the harshest blows Delilah felt in her early life was the news of Thomas's passing in the Battle of Pea Ridge. Three bullets in the torso and two in the head took Delilah's best friend away from her. The Confederacy only gave her family a letter, a folded Confederate flag, and her brother's cavalry saber as, mem as memorials. A couple of months went by with Delilah living... No, but hold on. I skipped a, I skipped a paragraph. Delilah sank into a deep depression for several months, which only worsened with the disappearance of her older sister midway through the second month of her episode. Feeling she had nothing left, Delilah lost a small amount of touch with the world and absconded from her family home, fleeing to the Union States. A couple of months went by with Delilah living on the streets, and she made her way through and into a military battalion in the Union Army. She stole the uniform of a fallen soldier and continued in his place, choosing to back the Union because the Confederacy did nothing for her family and took away her brother. Her identity wasn't found out for a good number of months. Eventually, higher-ups took notice of her kill count and her expertise with both gun and saber. Delilah was tapped for a secret organization simply known as the Broken Blade, a small rebellion of both Union and Confederate soldiers who were aligning themselves with the goal of ending the war as quickly as possible. Instead of large-scale battles, they chose to focus on pinpoint assassination techniques. Their best work was in assassinating political leaders right before big battles took place. Delilah rose quickly within the ranks of the secret organization she had joined, and she was, uh, was given the names of a few high-ranking soldiers within both armies. Delilah, simply known at the time as the Angel of Mercy, buried herself in her work losing a bit of herself along the way. Delilah would often be a patron of any bar or tavern that would have her on a cold night. And on one of her regular drinking nights, Delilah thought she saw a ghost. Sitting in the corner with a rather sharp-dressed, tall, blonde gentleman was her older sister. Delilah waited a few moments and watched it and sat and just basically confirmed that it was her sister. In fact, her older sister, Elena. Confronting her, she learned that Elena had run away from her family to avoid an arranged marriage that their parents had set up so that they could be, she could be with her one true love, Mr. Elliot Hollingsworth. Delilah, of course, was taken aback by the whole thing not having known much of any of it, being too caught up in her own depression at the time due to her brother's death. This, of course, led to a sisterly spat between the two of them, at which point Elliot stepped in and told Delilah that it was best for her to be on her way. After coming to back in her army tent, she realized that something had not fit right into the equation of the night. She lost roughly an hour of time and was back where she was before going to the bar to begin with. That didn't quite, she didn't understand her sister's choice, and she couldn't help but notice how much happier and eerily vibrant looking Elena had become. The next day, Delilah was given orders to hunt down and exterminate Elliot Hollingsworth at the next battle they were involved in. It all came to a head in, the, in a skirmish along the Mississippi, where Delilah came toe-to-toe -to -toe with Elliot in the midst of battle. He was a whirlwind of blade and bullet, and 
although he moved incredibly fast, still took a great number of shots during the fray. And Delilah, having been given Elliot's name, watched him like a hawk dancing in between her own fights and bouts of swordplay and gunfire. Delilah chose a particular moment to strike and wasn't sure how she was going to pull it off, but she knew when Elliot stopped moving in between attacks, that would be her moment to strike. And as she did so, her blade went through Elliot's neck and in one solid motion, she kicked Elliot into the Mississippi. And the only things that Delilah were, was able to hear were the pounding of her own heart and the screams of her sister. Elena, going immediately into a frenzy, charged to the battlefield, running atop the water of the Mississippi to tackle Delilah. There were a few front punches thrown. Delilah tried her best to dodge, and in between all the screaming and the slamming and punching, she could see just faintly that Elena was crying blood. And in that moment, she let her guard down out of confusion. And after a moment, realized in horror what started next. As Elena plunged her fangs into, Mercy, into Delilah's neck. Delilah awoke some time later, propped against a tree far from the battle. The first thing she noticed was that she wasn't breathing and didn't need to. The second thing she noticed was her sister sitting across from her blood-tattered clothing as she rocked back and forth. Elena explained to her what she had done and that she had sired her as a kindred and doomed her to a life of unhappiness in the dark. Seeing this as a moment of redemption, Elena did her best to train her sister for a number of months, but thought it best to part ways. Delilah and Elena had a touch-and-go relationship from then on until roughly the late teens of the 20th century, where Delilah and Elena ran into each other once again in New Orleans. The two of them fought. Delilah always, of course, throwing it in Elena's face that she should have simply let her die at the battle, let her die with honor instead of living how she is now. Elena finally reaching the end of her rope. Let loose something in her hand that Delilah did not recognize. And as blood flowed from Elena's wrist to the floor, she told her, you will not come back to New Orleans. You will leave. You will run. And I will not see you again. And you will forget everything. And I mean everything. The one thing I will give you is the name Mercy. Because it's the one thing you didn't give to those around you. Delilah, who eventually became Mercy Ransom, did her best to stay out of New Orleans for a long time, taking odd jobs here and there, just sort of floating about the state until roughly the passing of the new millennium. 
At which point, she, she thought, why the hell not? And one thing led to another, and she started a tour guide business. She bought a hearse. She bought a house. And she thought, for just the briefest of seconds, that everything seemed to be going right. Mercy. Well, I guess everyone else in the room. As those of you who are still in the room, as Nina says, open the door, Mercy's body goes slack. And there's a good five minutes where she looks more like a corpse than she ever has. Anytime someone goes to touch Mercy, Nina simply holds a hand to them. After another five minutes, Mercy wakes up. Uh, those of you who were active and awake, yep. uh, she is crying blood. Yep. Not sure. Waiting on the results, but I'm pretty sure it'll be negative. L. L. You're not muted. You're, no, not, you're not muted. I uh, had done today. Can we? It's okay. I got it. I got uh, it. Yeah, okay. foresight in Blacktown. Uh, uh, they said it should be by midnight at the latest. I think I can mute. I know the movie. Oh, oh, I'm here. There we go. Okay. All right. Um, you're right. Mercy. Sorry, go ahead. Mercy, uh, go ahead and write ninth generation on your character sheet. Fantastic. Now you may continue. Mercy, are you all right? Sister. Oh, sister. Why? 
That's going to look around to everybody else with a somebody step in. I am not good at the emotions expression. So about this moment, Simon's not in the room. He followed the other two upstairs, was disappointed when nothing happened. It's come comes back down. And just. That's a lot of emotions. And. Before resorting to the magical means, just kind of like tries to get Mercy to just like steady their breathing. No, I, no, no, nobody touch me, please. No, Simon's not touching you, it's just like. Uh, just a general no. Okay. You're muted, Austin. The moment that Simon starts to do any uh, movement towards her, Rahim is going to walk up, grab Simon on the shoulder, and slowly pull him out of the room. Good, good, <laughs> because that was, Gat was about to start yelling. <laughs> I believe Guire's upstairs with the mirror, so. Yes. Well, shit. Um, um, no, it's Cat's um, problem. Um, um, um. Mercy, what do you need? I need to okay let me let me let me try to explain I mean there's a lot there's a lot to explain Delilah was my name. My family sided with the Confederacy. I didn't agree. My brother, who was my best friend and taught me everything I know, was lost in battle and all we ever got was a fucking flag. My sister ran away. I was alone. I defected to the north. Hey. Only to find out in a crowded bar I did the whole... Did you see the movie Milan? Uh, animated films are not my thing. Okay, the whole... So weird for me to say. It's, it's whole, me. Okay, the whole... I pretended... I pretended to be male, enlisted in the Union. Was eventually found out, but instead of being, you know executed, uh, was recruited as a spy. I had the nickname the Angel of Mercy. Okay, things are coming into focus. Oh, you're going to love this next part. I was in a crowded bar between jobs, hits, as it were, 
when across the bar, I saw my sister, Elena. Elena, who had escaped an arranged marriage, turned off with Elliot Hollingsworth. Okay. The very next day, the very next day, I got my next assignment. Three guesses and the first two don't count. Right. So there were sabers, there were sabers and guns. I cut, I cut him across the neck and kicked him into the Mississippi. Elena turned me in an act of spite so I'd be, never be happy again, to live a life of misery. And she told me to stay the hell out of New Orleans, which I did for 60, 70 years. Mm -hmm. And when she found out I came back, she... Something happened, and she said, you will forget everything. You will forget everything, but I will give you mercy as the one thing you can remember. And here I am. I built Mercy Ransom from the ground up. And Elena was my sister. So what I'm hearing from this is based on this coterie, it is a bad idea to be a kindred with an, with a relative named Elaine. Fair. That's one conclusion you could draw, yes. So... So she put the... She... she Wiped your memories after you came back. Yes. And yet seemed somehow surprised. Maybe I messed up that order. I did. I apologize. Uh, 
in the 1910s. 1910 was when I okay. oh. memory was erased and you came back in the. Yeah, she erased my. It, it's new having a memory. I apologize. No, no. <laughs> that is entirely understandable. She 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 wiped your memory and told you to stay out of New Orleans and you did for a while and then forgot why you were staying out. So eventually you came back. That. So it's like Alzheimer's patient who forgot that they had Alzheimer's and cured it. And you forgive me for disparaging family, but your dumb bitch of a sister thought that erasing your memory would allow would, would 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 somehow lead to you staying away forever? I mean, giving I you a command and then erasing your short-sighted. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. Uh, uh, okay, Elena was always incredibly rash. That is that is fair. That is entirely fair. Um, so now that you know this, mm -hmm. what do you want now? All I want is the life I've built for myself. Right. I accept who I was and I'm not ashamed of who I was. But that was a lifetime ago. Of course. My question is more around the idea of hard truths. Number one, I don't think it is viable uh, based on the hostility that she, that she has displayed with the backstory that you have provided. I'm not sure how viable it is for the two of you to be in the same city at the same time. And also, and this is where it might get very conflicted for you, but it needs to be brought up. It's a moment of truth, Knight. Go ahead. We know that your sister's status in this city may be very imperiled by people that she is working with, mm -hmm. willingly or not. Mm -hmm. This does not make these current revelations don't make your your the, that situation and what we might do about it any easier. I'm sure. But regarding that, what do you want? As far as what I want to happen to Elena. As far as yes. I understand family is family and there are there are elements of that that are hard to get away from. No, listen. <laughs> this is and I swear this is not a 
corny mercy vampire joke. So you're just going to have to excuse me for just a moment. But family isn't about blood. Of course. I understand that is the case for for many people. I... As far as I'm concerned, I will always care deeply for Elena, but as far as I'm concerned, that's not, that's not, that's not family. Okay. Not anymore. I don't, I don't know who, she has the same name. But if she's throwing her league in with people who are going to destroy this city, then that's the choice she made. In fairness, we don't know whether that's willing or not at this point. It could I'm just be saying, unwitting. I'm just saying, if it is, if it is willing, then she casts her lot. Mm-hmm. Here is where. Here's where there is an opportunity for you. If you want to take it, it is, I feel like it is our nature to take these kinds of things, mine especially so. But having been fucked over by her for 100 plus years, well over that, um... There is the opportunity to get a sense at least of moral revenge and perhaps even get her underneath your thumb a little bit. I'm listening. If you argue her, if we if we can figure out whether, if it was willing, there's nothing that can be done. She's willingly working with us about, we know our prince. And we know how she's going to deal with that. We've tried to, we've specifically had to try and, and mitigate that problem because of how impulsive she, we, we've been worried she'll be about that. But if it's unwitting, you argue her case to the prince and you have literally potentially saved her life. And now she owes you. Or at the very least, if she doesn't owe you, she has to go on continue existing, knowing that that's only because of you. And that will weigh on her. In the most delightful ways. I, there are reasons my Elena is still alive. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying this. So, our camera switches to the attic. Guire and Azra, you are joined by two gentlemen uh, who, as soon as they enter the attic, after you have allowed them entry, um, start pulling a cult-looking accoutrement from pockets. 
one walks over to a a table that Cat has set up, starts taking a few things out of jars, crushing some stuff up in a mortar and pestle, and sprinkles a nice reddish black dust in a perimeter around the mirror. Okay, so this is the portal to hell? Something like it. Hmm. Have you touched it? Not if I could help it. I did have to lug it on my back the entire way here, but, you know. Then, did you feel if it had any residual, any sort of... Was it magically resonant at the time that I was carrying it? No, it just felt like a mirror. Didn't seem to do much at the time that I was carrying it, no. All right. As far as I understand, it is sort of incomplete. And the other one reaches over and just sort of grabs it and then immediately lets go. And there is a scream. Not too loud, just a very quick reaction to pain. (laughs) As you see where he touched a line of red just goes through the cracks and collects in the small hole that is the triangular shaped piece that should be fitting fit there maybe don't do that again <laughs> you were had 2 years ago not 2 days ago make it look like it he just Puts on gloves. I can tell you one thing. That's not supposed to... That shouldn't... That's... Yeah, that's... I don't like that. Yeah, neither do we. Can we get it out of the city, please? We're going to do our best. While the person who's looking for it doesn't find it. I I would ask. You know, I don't even want to know. You really don't. So the two of them start to lug this down. They pick it up and start lugging it down the stairs. Um, They're not quiet about it. There's all this heartfelt, you know, emotional stuff happening in the basement. There's a bunch of banging and... Fuck, shit, pivot, pivot. They always the 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 equivalent trying to move the couch up through the yep. through the yep. Turn it this way and and can you get underneath there and hold it? Yeah. Okay, okay, guys, guys, we're doing the, going about this all wrong. If we take out the cushions, remove the sleeper bed, and unscrew the 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 um. God, what are they called? The pegs. Then this will all be super easy. <laughs> the bad part is the emotional stuff's not even happening in the basement. It's in the main room. Oh, that's right. Yep. Alexander Ward's in the basement. Mm-hmm. We don't oh, talk. 
So after about five, 10 minutes of fooling around, they end up getting it into the back of another U-Haul. <laughs> Fucking good enough for me. U-Haul's doing a lot of business. <laughs> yeah, you know that thing's Ventrue-owned probably anyways. <laughs> so, uh, clean it up. Guire looks to Azra. I'm going to ride with this thing until it makes it to the city limits to make sure it actually gets out. Do you want to come with or you want to watch everyone else? I haven't seen you in 80 years. I'm going with you. Fair enough. <laughs> she will hop into the back of the U-Haul. As this thing is leaving the house, Rahab's going to... Um... Who's the nearest person to approach who's not having a, you know, an emotional crisis? The one that um, got with you? <laughs> there's either Simon or um, Kat's Aunt Nina has just sort of been sitting watching everything. Turn to Simon. Open my mouth. Stop. Turn to Nina. That is a- <laughs> Um... <clears throat> Maybe since you haven't been here this whole time, could you explain? We went to all the trouble to get this thing here, and now we're getting rid of it. Is this the best idea? It will be better in the hands of the Giovanni. Okay. Simon, looking at his phone, we just want it out of the city, away from the Sabbat. It will be away from the Sabbath, I can guarantee that. I don't know, ancient evil artifact that might end an entire region of uh, a fairly large country. Should it be with people who actually know how to use it? Because that actually seems dangerous. Now, the people that know how to use it are the people that want to use it, Guire says, as they're getting it outside. Exactly. It's also the people that know the precautions needed to take. To and just to clarify, taking a hammer to it wouldn't work? No. no, it'd probably make everything much worse. So that's plan C. Sure. Right? You, just, let me t- Do you take a hammer to a, to, a, to a warhead, I suppose, is the question there. You might not set it off with just a hammer, Actually, but you're going to take the risk. Actually, yeah, it would be an amazing idea, because nuclear warheads require a lot of complex mechanical and chemical things to work. Um, that's why so many nuclear warheads uh, were dropped on testing zones and never detonated, because the brute impact of being dropped out of a plane wasn't enough to set them off. Yeah. But do you so want to take I think the risk it's exactly hitting, like that. But do you want to take the risk of hitting something sensitive when you don't know what it what that is? Simon ignores our conversation and asks Nina if she knows anything about um about mage magic. <laughs> still looking still looking uh, at his phone to see if he got a response from Destiny. Um no. <clears throat> well, if that's gone, yeah. Okay. In this case, to use your analogy, the problem is that the 
the the the uh, fissionable material and the explosive that will set it off are not separate parts and are all the same thing. So if you hit one, if you if you risk detonating one, you risk detonating the whole thing. It's not a nuclear warhead. It's a box of dynamite. It's a little more accurate. I already have a headache. Don't go starting her on a box of dynamite now. Jesus. I'm just asking, a box if you're of going dynamite to make an is... artifact of incredible evil potential, why do you have to make it so hard to destroy? Because the person making it wanted it to be used and not broken. Also, this isn't necessarily, it has potential for great evil. Doesn't necessarily mean, this, to be clear when I say this, this does not mean that it is going to be used. But that's not its sole purpose. Yeah, people say that about guns too, but we still need gun laws. Absolutely. And you so... keep guns with the people who know best how to be safe around it. Okay, is the, is, is the timing of this conversation while I'm still having my crisis? Or can I, I here? I'm ha <laughs> I was having it separate away from that. Oh, okay, I'm, then never okay. mind. I, I, unless that was resolved and you've come out into the room. No, this would have been... The way this times out, it would have been a little after the the revelation. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're yeah. You guys just kind of walked by us with the mirror on the couch. <laughs> Did someone stub their toe on the couch on the way through? Is our, just you're gonna come here through here with that mirror? That looks weird. And uh, we're gonna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of note. A full stick, a, a full crate of dynamite is another idea of what you could do for revenge. But that's a little bit that I think you might prefer the elegance of my version better. There's, there is a certain elegance to it, although dynamite would be satisfying. Oh, but it always brief, is. But only briefly. Yes. It's in the safest hands it can be in Rahab. So we are done here then. I believe I'm not, I'm not letting it out of my sight until it's actively left the city limits. So if, if someone decides to try and ambush it on the way out, I will be there to at least put a sword in the way. Oh, good. That means that I don't have to. Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll be I'll be honest with you, Cat. I don't think you can deflect bullets. No, I can't. But when but when 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 uh, the the Methuselah shows up, I can run away and at least warn someone. That was literally my entire plan. So, I mean, now that I can remember shit, apparently I'm really good with a sword. Do you remember any of that muscle memory? Give me a sword. <laughs> Let's find out. Also, the reaction, I guess. Unless I'm, unless I'm misremembering, far closer to Kane than you used the, the, than than we initially believed you to be. What's that? Uh, closer to 
further up the line than we believed you to be, unless I miss unless I'm misremembering things. Oh shit. Now Elena was eighth generation. Yeah. And you had said something like eleventh or twelfth or something was, like that. I, I thought I was twelfth. Now I'm good news. Ninth. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, you're a step further down than I am. Thanks, Squire. Step higher up than I am. That, I mean... Fix you with a look. I mean, let's all be honest, I'm a step higher in a lot of ways. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the one who just about had an emotional breakdown at someone you barely know's house. Simon, uh, I am going to grab Simon again and say, Simon, why don't we go to your shop? I have a friend to pick up from the museum next door, and you probably need to uh, oversee the work on that suit. Let's go. We should also grab Alex from the basement, then. And also text Destiny that the um, Giovannis have picked up the MacGuffin. That blunder has just been going that whole time. Yes, please get the traitorous wizard out of my basement, please, if you could. Someone turns, Simon walks over to the door, turns off the blender. (laughs) Alex, come on, time to go. Sorry, Uh, Storyteller has mentioned someone hears a gun cock. Sorry, (laughs) elaborate. Uh, Simon doesn't care. That would have been Nina. Okay, just making sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm standing behind Nina. That makes me feel very safe. But yeah, Simon turns off the blender, opens the basement door. Alex, time to head back to the shop. He, as you open the the door, he is literally two steps below just the door clearance. <laughs> just standing just outside the door the entire time. I heard the blender turn off. I assume we're good to go home then. I am inside checking this motherfucker. How much did he, does he know? We will see if he is leaving this basement. Uh, that would be... It's an empathy. It's an empathy. Difficulty seven. Oh, I need to see this. Simon will or read him. Uh, wits, empathy. What is the role for us for perception? Difficulty seven. Bless you. Oh, yeah, no, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Perfectly oh, fine. God, that's a bad botch. Yeah, um, yeah, no, that's a full on botch. Uh, and that's six there, sitting right there with a middle finger up. I of guess. course it is. There's always got to be one that's just one off. Force assassins to read his aura, though. Okay. Um, oh, I haven't had to look at auras in a hot minute. So, do do do. Aspects. Um. Currently, his aura is. A mixture of 
Violet. And TV static. To those of you who are playing long at home, uh, that is a mixture of excited and anxious. Simon will very pointedly ask, like, have you just been standing there this entire time? No. Any change? I feel like you and I know that's a lie. I can read. I can. What the fuck? I can do something. Hold on. No, this is just straight up Simon trying to entrap him. Just cut to the chase. How much did you hear? Parsing out the blender. Um, it was quiet for a hot minute, but uh, I would have to say everything past my sister. She's my sister. Simon looks at Cat. Excuse us for one moment. I shut the door back. in his face. I take uh, it he's not leaving, is he? He's I a look. Li- he's a liability, and he needs silenced. I'm he looking at Guire. How much do you need this one? Guire just kind of looks at him. He's done me a good turn, and I'd hate to turn it back with a bad one, but. That's perfectly fine. You have mm. you have an object to escort. I'm sure he will be perfectly fine when you come back, unless some random happenstance ha- uh, uh, befalls him. Reminder that you're dealing with a, with a Tremere who's actually like seasoned. Halfway through the, that's on. Halfway through the conversation, Simon turns the blender back on. <clears throat> You can wear the motor out on that thing. I can buy another one. Why do you even have one? Because occasionally I need to have conversations and I don't trust anywhere, including my own home, to not be bugged. Surely there were more efficient things in a blender. Oh my god, can we stop debating about the blender and get back to this fucking guy who's known my fucking life story? Can we please, like, I know this is ironic coming from me, but like, you know, like, give him a, like, memory wipe or something? At least a temporary one, not a big one, just like a little one. Like, temporary amnesia. And you all hear from the basement, I can still hear you. Good. (laughs) We know. Simon unplugs the blender. We're giving you a chance to make your peace. Simon unplugs the blender, picks it up, opens the door, throws it at him, and tells <laughs> Alex to stop eavesdropping and closes the door again. Okay, well, that blender was still good, so now you owe me a blender. <laughs> but that's, just, that's assuming Alex doesn't catch it, and it just, like, breaks or something. Are we turning him into destiny? Listen. Technically, he's already dead. Listen, as far I... as the camera relay is concerned, <sighs> then it doesn't matter why... what you do with him. Why is he dangerous again exactly? Well, now he knows shit. 
And who's he going to tell? Oh, I don't know. My sister, the traitor, uh, Elena, uh, the one who turned me, who's the head of the Toreador clan, who hates my guts and wipes my memory because I killed her sire. Who you'll, either be, who you'll either be dealing with immediately, or if he does decide to tell with, tell anyone about that before that's resolved, he will die. Because when he'll be telling the person who was an informant to the Sabbat. He'd also have to go, like, try to communicate with her in some way. He hasn't been allowed to go anywhere. I'm just stating that, like, I don't think he has anywhere to go. If, if he likes think- living... He's probably best off moving several states away and pretending that he doesn't know anything. That's why I'm saying cognitive recalibration and put him on a plane and drop him somewhere. That's He'll a question for Nina. I have a, I have a mirror to escort. Guaya says okay, as she no, walks wait, out. Get that get that shit out of here. Um, no, DB Cooper is asked to send him up in a plane and like with a parachute and just like you know the hey, good luck. Yeah, except Cooper didn't get a parachute. At least not one that worked. Look, this is... And I'm sorry. We should clarify here. Everything being... Now known what you know. Which name do you prefer? Mercy is the name I chose, and Mercy is the name I'm going to keep. Perfect. Mercy, this is your situation. This is your information, potentially, that's on the line. Now, there is also a little bit of the fact that he knows where the mirror is ending up that concerns me. But let's be honest, they're going to find out anyways. Um, It's just whether they they want to actually just go to Vienna. Um, What do you want? to do if you want to if you want him to let go and maybe we wipe his mind if that's possible we don't know how old he is I can just ask him if he has any intention of telling Elena I don't believe anybody anymore I'm sorry I don't have to believe him he can't hide lying in his aura but not everybody can read auras I mean, I can. I have no reason to lie what his response is. Also, can't you read auras? I can. But that's just... So you can confirm for yourself whether he's lying then? Well, yes, but I'm not going to follow his ass around to see if he's lying or telling the truth or who he's telling. Yes. And there is a difference between do you intend to do it now and Will he end up doing it later? Fair. I can... Especially since it was done to me, I really don't want to do that to somebody else. But at this point, it's... it's My life is on the line. At least until Elena is dealt with. Precisely. You know, as they as they say in the movies, he knows too much. <sighs> that is, I'm going to do that thing 
that annoys you when I do it. And I'm going to be a lawyer and I am going to go up to my, I'm go, going to go up to my, 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 my work room and whatever happens is going to happen. And I am completely unaware of it. Med so there. if you Simon's would like gonna... to have a conversation with somebody about potentially mind wiping or whatever, that is entirely outside my control. And I turn and I'm walking up the stairs. Midway through that sentence, Simon actually throws up in the basement door and half hollers at him. Alex, what happens if those books aren't back? Are we going to have Tremere hunting us for those books? Not you. Okay. Closes the door again. <laughs> Poor Alex. <laughs> so yeah, I go upstairs. I'm just letting whatever happens, happens, and hoping that my house does not burn down or something. Someone will go with Kat. I'm... <laughs> Okay, who's still with me? <laughs> Rahab. Rahab. Rahab and Nina. <clears throat> Do you want his mind wiped? I need you to be honest with me, Nina. Do I have a choice? You have several. You can let him go and trust him. And hope that he does not turn on you. You can let him go and know that he will turn on you. You can wipe his memory. You can kill him. You have a lot of choices. You know, and maybe this, I'm not my sister. I'm not going to doom somebody to a life of not knowing who they are. The greatest mercy I can give him is death. And why is that your choice? Whether he lives or dies. I have had to live for centuries. Because somebody else wanted revenge. That was not my choice. It's not always about choice. And sometimes both choices are bad and you still have to choose. 
And you can give me a sermon later. You can give me a Bible story. You can give me, you can talk at me all you want to. I'm already condemned. Okay, we all are. I'm already condemned. The, the, the nicest thing I can do for this man is death. So at least he doesn't have to live a life not knowing who he is. I can just get rid of the last 30 minutes. <laughs> Nina? <laughs> you didn't ask. You didn't list that among the choices, Nina. <laughs> Tomato, was- potato. You let you let me do an entire monologue in this really epic moment. In 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 that 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 that's your that's your response. It's so funny that the Toreador is more concerned about the dramatics of the moment, right? He just opens the the basement door. Alexander makes eye contact. And you see him just sort of go slack for a second. He still holds everything he's got a hold of, including the blender. <laughs> now, turn around, walk downstairs, sit on the cot, and wait for 30 minutes. Then you can come back up. Close door, and you hear the sounds of footsteps receding into the basement. Your secrets are safe, and you don't have to kill anyone. But the lesson there that I taught you is that you know that you can. She would just sort of pat your face and start walking out of the house. (laughs) That may be the most Italian slash Giovanni thing I've ever heard. Yeah. That's a compliment. Thank you. (laughs) I meant it as one. So, Mercy. Yes. Your phone vibrates. Oh, goody. And we switch scenes. Guire, you were in the back of a moving U-Haul truck with Azra. Yep. And a big mirror. Yes. Which Azra has not taken her eyes off of, and <clears throat> that both of her knives are out and just on her lap. Squire walks over to the uh, the 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 back of the truck where anyone would try to enter, and just puts a hand on the floor, and another one of those um, markings just sort of flashes into existence on the ground and then fades out. You certain that everything's going to be fine? Well, I'm never certain. Wrong accent. I'm never really certain, but all I can do is make the best decision I can in the moment, and getting this as far away from the uh, uncertainly ancient, but definitely much older than any of us, La Sombra looking to awaken her not very distant ancestor out of the shadow lands is uh, perhaps the best move I can make right now. 
I tend to disagree with you. But why the blood? This? Oh, it's a surprise. If anyone... <laughs> no, no, no. That, that... She will point to the mirror with her dagger. Oh, uh... Good question. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't either, which... How are they even going to use? You know what? I don't. I don't pretend to understand Sybil. I just follow in instructions. She looks over. Going yeah, right. have to get used to that. All right. Freedom is. Interesting. What was the control like? In your mortal life, did you ever get drunk? Occasionally. I couldn't afford to get too drunk, considering, but... There is a moment when you're drinking where it's actually very fun, but highly disconcerting where you can see yourself do everything but can't stop yourself from being stupid. It was like that except murder. Mm. I was told a directive and I followed the directive. Do you have no matter what I thought. Did you have any agency between orders, or? A bit, but generally I just sort of remained in stasis. On standby. Well, I know how I would feel in regards to that kind of situation if I had been woken up from it, but how are you doing? I've been better. I've been better. But uh, I, do, I will say that it is nice being back with you. It's nice to have you back. So, first order of business is uh, Morgan. Second order of business is uh, Sybil. Sybil. I don't know how we're going to defeat her. We'll be lucky to Beat that two-bit fraud she has as a lackey. I think it's all about cashing on the right trap. I don't know. Alexei is very observant. And a lot smarter than he gives off. So that's got to be the right trap. Something that they walk into willingly. I don't... The best, way, the best way to catch a genius is using their own intellect against them. If they think that they figured everything out, they'll string themselves up. 
So then what do you suggest? They're going to discover my duplicity if they haven't already. When they come for me or when I'm supposed to, when we're supposed to meet them next and they try and reveal that they've figured out that I've been deceiving them the entire time, they'll feel the desire to either strike quickly if they believe that I'm a threat or if they don't, they'll want to gloat about how they determined exactly what I was doing when they found out that I was a traitor. It's all a matter of controlling when that happens and making sure that everything's in place to take advantage of it. Then you remembered everything I taught you. <laughs> well, things seem to be pretty figured out at this point. only a matter of time. Guire, I need a dexterity and athletics check from you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Difficulty eight, please. Oh, fuck. Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I spend a willpower on this? Yes. Oh, I can't see this. Three successes. Uh. Okay. Um, you catch Azra and manage to not catch her blades as the entire truck goes to the right. <clears throat> As your back hits solid ground and the entire thing skids to a halt. Mercy. Yes. That text message you got mm -hmm. is a address from Destin. Okay. It lists, let me double check where I put this. Actually, go over here, check this thing. Good to do. It is a address in the colonnade, which is actually not too far from where you guys are at. If I remember which part of New Orleans I put this at. Bless you. Ah. Um, 
actually not too far down from Simon's. Uh, at a place called... Uh, it is one of the shops of the Colonnade. Okay. Um, he gives you the address, says... Um, a message reads, address, this is a lead, follow it, please. This is concerning the 35 missing people. A text back noted, am I allowed to share with group? Please. I put it in the group chat. So Simon, Cat, and Rahab all get that. Okay. I come downstairs. Also comes downstairs. And puts, like the, and puts into the puts into the chats like I think I know where that is. Like we have a job to do. Uh, everybody in the hearse. Hearse it is. That I can do. Simon will in the group chat like specifically pinging wires like. You're gonna meet us. Like, are you planning on meeting us there after escort? Phone is going off as I am tumbling <laughs> on the side of the yep. truck. Bar is a little busy. Speaking of, camera shifts back. So, as as Guire hits the ground, she immediately, on reflex, flops a hand out and slaps the what is the new ground of this of the of the truck. And the the ward that had been on was what was the floor disappears, and a new one appears on what is now the floor, and then vanishes, as it, as it becomes almost impossible to spot. There is a brief moment where sort of the dust settles. Um, Azra pulls back her hand, which is bleeding. Um, as she pulls it off of the mirror which has fallen with you. Oh, no. <laughs> That's... I hope they got insurance. <clears throat> she will stand. Gliris, like, pushes the mirror off with her foot. There is a small pool of blood about a third of the way up that crack. Let's not let that thing fill up. Agreed. And there is a horrific wrenching sound as the back doors are ripped out open. Well, well, well. That was a little easier than I thought. Is it Alexei on the other side? Mm-hmm. It is Alexei and a large gentleman you have not encountered before, about six foot five, uh, African-American male, 
and just a plain t-shirt and blue jeans tucked into work boots. <clears throat> oh, no. Well, wasn't expecting that one, Alexei. Choir says as she makes a show of standing up, pushing the mirror back, and pulling Azra back with her. Well, undoubtedly, I thought you might be surprised. I didn't actually expect to find you with the mirror, though. Well, that was a twist. <clears throat> Sometimes you gotta see a job done right. Well, I am unfortunately going to have to take that off of your hands sooner rather than later, and sooner now, because uh, the matriarch is on her way, and I really don't want to have to kill a member of Clan Giovanni that I've personally met. Yeah, well, you're going to have to come take it then, she says as she stands up and just twists the cane and pulls the blade out. I'm going to have to... And he pulls out a pair of gloves, starts putting them on. I'm going to have to have certain words with a small child when I get back. This is upsetting because I did like you. I'll be honest, I never really liked you. And the camera will switch back. As our crew pulls up to a shop in the colonnade with a hand-painted sign over the top of it. Before before they would have actually have driven over there, Simon would have commented, like, um, why, like, it's weird that Guire hasn't responded. No, it's not. Not really. This is actually right on brand for Guire. The amount of times that we have texted Guire and they just don't respond. I usually... More often than not, I've gotten responses. Well, aren't you lucky? Unless Guire is doing something dangerous, in which case she seems to revel in not telling us how it's going. I'm sure she's fine, and if the entire city of New Orleans goes up in smoke, well, no, she's not. And if Guire is not fine, there is very little we can do to help her. Yes, let's focus on what we are capable of. So, as the group pulls up to the shop, there's a large hand-painted sign over top of it that simply reads, The Strangeatorium. Catchy. Uh, there's a small closed sign um, that, as you are pulling up, is flipped to open. Looks like we were, we've been expected. Yep. Let's do it. Yep. Let's go. 
So L, please describe the inside of your shop. It kind of looks like if you had a library and then put bombs in it and set them off. Just there is a lot of mess with, with still being a, a sense of like aisles or at least a path to traverse. But there are like all kinds of weird types of paraphernalia, like masks and portraits and uh, obviously fake statues of yetis. Just a lot of random shit. <laughs> There's Christmas decorations that look like they've been up for a good six years. Charming. Lived in. Hello. Uh, hello, welcome, uh, purveyors of the supernatural and unforeseen. Welcome to the Strangitorium. There's just a, stare, a moment of staring, and then Gat just looks down to her phone and texts in the group thread, um, Simon? Colon Vampire check this one Is Simon aware of The owner of the shop Um Roll me intelligence and Streetwise difficulty Seven You can also Aura read vampires show up as Vampires that is true Oh, is the person actually within line of sight? Yes. Oh, okay. We're in the shop. I wasn't sure if they were tucked behind other stuff or not. Um, yeah, they might have, they might have like, been behind makes, a I mean, that is absolutely like, fair, That too. makes sense. Okay, I didn't think of that. Oh, okay. If they're if they're within line of sight, then... Two pay, pay no attention to the kindred behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, that is definitely a vampire aura. Um... Streetwise to see what Simon knows about them. Yes. Difficulty seven. If I can find Streetwise, they're Streetwise. Okay. It starts with an S and ends with an E. One success on that one. Okay. Um, you've heard of this shop before. Um, you've never been in here. You've never really had any interactions, but you were told that the the woman who owns it is named Lorraine, and that is as much as you remember at this current moment. Simon in the group chat in the group chat responds, "Lady, like vampire lady named Lorraine." Yep. And goes back to looking at all the other stuff around. It's a Sorry, pleasure. To meet, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm. Mercy Ransom, and you are? Uh, Lorraine. Uh, Lorraine Walters. Charmed. To be sure. If I may be blunt and ask, what clan are you? I... It, pardon? I don't know what you mean. 
Sorry, let me be clearer here. My name is Catriona of Clan Giovanni. What clan are you? I mean, if you're referring to those uh, ruffians in some of the other states, uh, no affiliation. Simon again looks at the aura. <laughs> Double check. This was a vampire, right? <laughs> yep, yep. All That's right. Let me put it in a different way. Well, also just like the general mood while trying to make that statement. Ah. You are aware that you're a vampire, correct? Mm. Um, look, between you and me, there's no such thing. Like, this is just a show that I put on for the more tourists type. I open my mouth and let my fangs grow down. Simon, in response, also comments, sign a masquerade breach if they're dead. Um, I happen to know a little bit about, you know, uh, the whole, like, show and tourism and, you know, proprietary, you know, notions. Uh, yeah, it's not a story. And if it is, you're in it. Uh, I apologize for the um, bluntness of my compatriots. Double-checking the the text. Why are we here again? Investigating the disappearance of 35 people. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out, sorry, the, the text was from... Destiny. Destiny. We were told to come here by an individual named Destiny. I'm assuming you know Destiny. I know a lot of things, yes. Um, if I wanted to do the heightened senses to try and, I guess, uh, emphasize hearing for heartbeats, that would be perception and alertness. All right. Whatever the normal difficulty is, reduce it by your dots in in aspects. Um, aspects in aspects. Um, so normally be difficulty eight, make it difficulty six. We have more aura readers. Yep. This is guys. Okay, so you do hear. It's faint. No, wait, wait, brain. No, you don't hear anything. Uh, of note, let me check something to be sure here. Oh, your blush of. Yeah, I need to read the specifics on I this. I believe it's like um, a weak pulse if you have blush of health. I, I also have that. No, no, it actually doesn't have heartbeats. Oh, it you doesn't. You just look like him. You just look mortal. But you no, look you're, mortal, you but anything closer than anything closer than visual inspection still doesn't hold up. Yeah. Yeah. So no heartbeats. Vitamin notably doesn't even look doesn't even, doesn't so, even take visual inspection, he's just pale. I'm going to assume that you are all among the unliving, shall we say. You would be correct. Yes. 
like we just said. Well, you, you, you must understand, one can never take too many precautions. <laughs> uh, in which case, uh, allow me to actually introduce myself. Uh, just double-checking there's no one else that I can see other than the people in front of me. Nope. Uh, Lorraine Walter, Wal Walters of Clan Shamir. All right. Does Simon have Alex's phone number? I think the only one that actually has it is Guire. I, I, yeah, yeah I, I, I think so. It's like during the entire thing, like, would there have been a moment where it would have had it? Would be the question. Would have got it. Because they spent most of the night together working on stuff with Simon on his phone, like 80% of that. I mean, the good news is he's still sitting down in the basement because I believe yeah. it's like a, I believe it's like a 10 minute drive, less than that. Yeah. From, from, from my house to, to this general vicinity. Yeah. So. Uh, yes, I did a roll. Yes, you would have gotten his number. Simon texted him, what do you know of a Lorraine Walters? Okay. You will get a response to that at some point. Two to five continues, <laughs> continues browsing all the stuff. Lorraine, we are here on behalf of Destiny looking into the disappearance of a vast quantity of people out of a hotel. Do you know anything about that? Not that I'm aware of, no. I mean, this is a very large country. It's a lot of people. Simon looks back at Lorraine with aura perception. To see if there's lies in that aura. Okay, give me your uh, perception and empathy difficulty eight. And it's a perception check, so minus two for the heightened senses. Yep. None that time. Um. Uh, can I? Can I try? Yes. Perception and what? Empathy. Perception and empathy. Difficulty, Difficulty A reduced by your aspects. Yep. Oh, now I have to go back and find my aspects. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Eight take away my aspects. Yeah, eight, reduce the eight by your aspects. So whatever your aspects rating is, it reduces the difficulty. Gotcha. Okay. One. Um, Lorraine, how would you describe your current emotional... Status. 
Um, suspicious, I believe. Okay, so her aura is dark blue. Look, Lorraine, I can show you my phone if you want me to, to see that I we are here on behalf of Destiny. I understand the air of suspicion, believe me. But is it 25 or 35? 35. But 35 people have disappeared, and the clock is ticking. And we assume that they have either become food or foot soldiers for those who would like to get a slaughter us all, you included. So really, there's a whole lot more lives on the line. But even if it was just one, we need to know what you know. I do believe you that uh, you, you've come from our dear sheriff, but I, not that I've heard of. Um, I do have a lot of other information, though, so maybe that's why you were sent here. Well, start talking. I mean, do you know what type of supernatural elements you're up against? Oh, where to start? Um, you know what? Lorraine. My potentially new favorite person. Are you particularly knowledgeable about mages, sorcerers, mortals, not your kind and my kind? <clears throat> Hmm. Uh, what would I roll to determine that? Intelligence and occult difficulty eight. Is your character just made of occult knowledge, L? <laughs> uh, not entirely. <laughs> oh, there's some perception in there. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Okay. Okay. So... To reiterate on earlier disseminated information, um, a mage is what happens when a human somehow, it's not understood to those outside, um, awakens and gets contact with magic power. Um, I'm sure if we let Jeremy talk, we'd be here until four in the morning. Yes. But... Um, the basic realize that the rule that the laws of reality are less yeah. laws and more guidelines. They can yep. literally alter reality through magic. Yes. Like guidelines and actual rules. <laughs> I have encountered uh, a couple of these individuals over my years, yes. We have none of none of them local, to be fair. These were quite a uh, distance away, back back towards more home. Fair enough. Do you know we the have name a... Flambeau? Hmm? Do you know the name Flambeau? Does that ring a bell? Uh, same check. Okay. And eight again? 
Nine. Nine. There. Still got two of them. <laughs> Sorry, it would be it would be one unless you have a specialization because there was a one in there. Don't believe Lorraine has a specialization in occult. Do you? Nope. Okay. So one success. That's um more than many of us got. What you know is that Flambeau was the name of a house or what would easily be considered a clan amongst your kind of uh, mortal mages. Uh, from memory, they were one of the houses of mages, but they're not much more than that that I can recall off the top of my head, unfortunately. Okay, fair enough. It was worth checking. Um, you, you know, um, you remain here. Um, please don't steal anything, but I do need to check something. I shall return. I'm... Lorraine, you left for a moment. Yep. And everybody else has been left alone in the shop. Uh, Austin had to uh, step away for the evening. He was not feeling well, and we hope he recovers quick and is back with us next next week. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Physical health comes first. Oh. Um, despite her extreme curiosity, Cat uh, is not touching shit right now. You never know what might explode. Exactly. You don't fuck. You don't fuck around in another in another uh, uh, blood magic users area. Simon is very much looking around. Not really touching any of it. But just looking at what's actually visible. It's not mm -hmm. now paying even more attention for anything that's related to, to mages. Mercy's reading the titles of books, but not really doing much beyond that. Okay. Um, there are a few random odds and ends books. Um a bunch of like some of them are tourism books about New Orleans and ghosts in the area there are some of them that are like the hunter's guide to hunting vampires or um, just random occult books you would find in any generic bookstore Right. Fair. So, first impressions, what do we think of this person? Evasive. Very. I think that's it. 
just the Toreador thing or... You mean a Tremere thing? Tremere thing. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm the dramatic one. No, the evasive ones. Get it right. No offense, Mercy. I've been dealing with Toreador fuckery all day, so... Um, yeah, try my entire life. Yes, that is fair. Um, on life, but... Oh, because the fuckery is from the sister, so... Mm. No. Um, everybody give me perception and alertness difficulty six. Simon says to no one. Just another sign of Mokavian madness. <laughs> perception alertness? Yes. Yeah. Difficulty six. Oh. Ah, 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 ah. Six successes. Oh. Simon has heightened senses on constantly. Nice. It's so he basically just never turns it off. Simon, you will find it much quicker and a lot easier than the other group. Um or the other two. As you are walking around, you spot and it's it's very nicely done. Because it's very inconspicuous, but right in the center of an empty part of the floor, which is very rare for this entire shop, um, set in the ground is a single iron ring. With a small, almost looks like attachment through it. Simon, well... Contemplating what it might be, which is there a role for that? We'll also call the other two over though. Um give me actually you don't you don't have to roll. It's you're you're old enough. Um you've been around enough. That looks like a cellar door handle. Okay. Hey, you two. There appears to be a cellar door handle here. But she's Fair not for New Orleans. How long has it been at this point? Since our host asked for a moment? Um, well, L, about how long would it have been at this point? It, it'd be getting... Uh, like 10 minutes-ish at, at the very least. So not a situation where we went out for a pack of smokes and never came back. No. No. Not yet. But it's like you can see the size of the store. It's like, well, there's not really much right. room. It's like, is it one of those things where it's like, you work retail, and so they ask you to go check the back. So you go stand in a room for 10 minutes. Yeah, Kat's going to be like... Fuck off, and then like come back. It's like, sorry, don't have it. And, and just try to like calm the, the bloodlust that every retail employee should be legally entitled to. Exactly. About at the 10-minute mark, actually. That, that, that makes sense. Kat's going to be like... All right. 
straightens up, goes wherever it was, like like towards the back wherever where where, where Lorraine went, and just opening the door and heading back there. The the one in the floor, or if that's the way that Lorraine went, whichever way Lorraine went. Which would have been, L? Would you have gone to a back room? Uh, it would have been hard to see with the with the mess. But I know the general direction. Yeah, yeah, yes, that direction. Okay. So, is that toward the trap door or toward the trap door? I am looking for Lorraine. Okay. So as you, as all of you look through the shop, um, she seems to be just have fucking vanished. The only thing in the area being that trap door. Mm-hmm. I might ever get a response from Alex. No, not yet. He's still in a, he's still in a daze. Yep. No, that that that's <clears throat> fair. Um, you got ten minutes left, Lorraine. speaking out loud, raised voice. If you haven't run off, please come out. Because I'm going to hate to have to hunt you down, and throw. Keep in mind, saying this. If I have to hunt you down, that you are this your useless head into the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> She'll do it too. I've seen it. Simon just quietly mutters, like like it's some type of meme. I was there. It was my head that got thrown in. <laughs> Not out loud, just like muttering under his breath as he continues to just look around. I mean, there's no. Is there a response to that? I would I even hear it if I've turned off the heightened senses at this point? No. So, no, no response. All right. There's only one place that I can see where don't know how they got, but I'm going for the trap door. Go for it. Yeah. I'm going to make sure to separate. Well, away from the trap door. Well, I've got no your... offense. No offense, but this is a Tremere. I don't want to be anywhere near something that might happen. Neither do I. But here we are. I'm Cat, I've got your six. It's fine. Thank you. Joker meme. And here we Yep. Go. <laughs> well, you wrench open that. Trapdoor. Find 35 people in the basement. There is a set of stairs down to a darkened room with light in the distance. Down I go. Right behind you. Simon's about five feet behind them. Trying to really... Please describe this room. 
So in a very stark contrast to the upstairs, this is like medically grade clean, basically. It just all perfectly, like exactly everything in its place. And uh, this is like the the antechamber type deal or? Yeah. Yeah. So there, there is a, a small bookcase with like very nice looking books and um, a shelf full of what look like handwritten like journals. And yeah, that's a, a large part of what this room is. Just like storage of little things and a bookcase. Checking the bookcase. Also looking at the bookcase. Does tung 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 check which book is the hidden lever? Uh-huh. Is there a is there a candlestick attached to the wall? Uh, no. Ah, oh, damn it! Put the candle back. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Simon's looking at the bookcase, looking for anything that looks like it might be Tremere-related, like, directly, or um, mage-related. Like, yeah, the, like, they're all actual books, so it's not like one's on a hidden lever switch deal, but they are, like, first edition copies of, like, the actual real, like, supernatural stuff. So, yeah, there would be a, a fair amount of useful information rather than uh, here's how to here's how to track like the ghosts of alligators right i just look back if we have to kill this one dibs pointing at the books not at the not on the killing um <laughs> can i at least read them first or at some point maybe we'll see uh lorraine you down here I just start knocking on walls, pushing bookcases. That one you will hear. Um, so I will stop what I've been doing and try to make my way back out. I, I assume I encounter them. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, you, what, what is what is the egress method? Is there a door, or is it like a wall opens? Or I would I I think it's a wall opening. That, or does she just fucking walk through walls? Like, no, no wall opens. Okay, it's just Ramiro. It could it could just be an illusionary wall to walk through it? I did, I did ask you. What are you doing here? We haven't stolen anything. You said not to steal anything. You didn't say you not said to come nothing after about. You. you said nothing about not going to any particular place. That's Simon the just, lawyer part I like. Simon's just reading one of the books. Please put, put, put those back. Thank, Are thank you, you? I thought this was a shop. Up, upstairs is the shop, yes. And this would be what? M- mine. Your uh, what? This is a mine? Do we get no, the, the These books are mine. Yes, they are. They, they are not for sale or public perusal or anything else. And I am afraid at this point I must I have to ask you to leave. 
being quite uh, improprietous. We came in with all due respect, Lorraine. We came in on a job assigned to us by the sheriff. We asked you information. You asked for a moment. You left. It's been many dozens of moments now. I called out for you upstairs. I heard nothing. So my only option at that point was to find you. I need perception and alertness checks difficulty seven from everyone except for Lorraine. As another ghouligator shows up. Yes. Pray to God. So that being able to find ghosts of alligators. Oh, shit. So, Simon, you will hear a voice coming from behind where Lorraine is standing, which is in between you guys and whatever door she came out of. A higher-pitched feminine scream. Yep, look, look, I, I know that you're on the job, so I have the information Simon that, that you'll need. Simon will turn sharply and tell Lorraine to be quiet, and for the other two to listen. Yeah, no, 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 there's no need to worry. Um, look, uh, you might be looking for uh, one of the La Sombra, I believe, um, and you probably would be best served going through the St. Louis Cemetery. Simon pulls out a stake and tells Lorraine to be quiet again. There is another scream. Um, this one is less loud vocalization and more help. Question, Lorraine. First of all, thank you for all that information. Who is that? Just looking back. You can speak now. Uh, well, um, I, I don't want to be anywhere near that stake, so you can understand my apprehension. <laughs> Simon, that is away. fair. You can speak. It's nothing that anyone here needs to be concerned about. I have your information. You must, you can go now. And I thank you for that information. I will be perfectly blunt with you right now. And perhaps even give you some privileged information. As things currently stand... There is a Sabbat incursion upon this city, including a Methuselah, someone very close to the clan founder. And if, it do, if we do not stop this, the founder of Clan Lissambra themselves will be arriving in this city and murdering everyone, probably including you. 
that being the case, well, if you're just torturing some random woman back there for your magical experiments, I don't care. But we need to know who it is because it could be that you are working for the enemy. And that could be somebody that we need. That's why I need to know. Never work with those misguided lunatics. We don't know anything about you, Lorraine. Well, a good relationship starts with trust, and hopefully I've been helpful with the information and you can leave. We're vampires. We don't trust. I don't trust any of my friends here, and they shouldn't trust me. There is a higher-pitched masculine voice. Diamond steps steps into the way of the doorway and hollers, we hear you. Stop now. I will free, I I will inflict rigor mortis on you and walk right past you into that room unless you are up front with me. I'm going to move like more properly into the doorway and sort of bar their way. Uh, No, I'm afraid I must be quite insistent. Listen. I'm sorry. All right. I'm real sorry right now. Upon upon the declaration of I'm sorry, Simon pulls the stake back out. Oh, no, that was me. Oh, okay. There, that isn't sorry. I thought it was like that fake sorry. Like, I'm sorry. That, that's I'm going what I to do this. I'm going to try to rigor mortis. Okay. Go ahead and give me your roll associated with that. Yep, it is a, I spend a willpower point and I roll intelligence plus medicine. Isn't the, is the difficulty based on the target stats of some kind? No, it's just a straight diff seven. Hmm. Um, uh, I'm spend my willpower, uh, uh, rigor mortis. What? No, wait, that's broken because it should not be a zero occult. Oh no, because it's medicine and I don't have medicine. Never mind. That that that's legit. That's legit. It did not succeed. Uh, yeah. So, so you okay. you cut your hand, you say some words, yep. you point at Lorraine and nothing. Fucking Tremere. I'm assuming uh, it's some kind of counter magic thing. That's what that's what cat assumes for their own competency. I, so I'm, goes for I'm going then. to try and use the command on um, Cat then. Okay. Okay. Cat, that that's legit. Just like very fixed stare. Just leave. Okay. What's your generation? Uh, I think it's twelve. It wouldn't work if your generation is 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 yeah. below ten. It automatically fails. That's the that's the domination uh, uh, crux. You have to be higher gen. So leave blink blink blink. And cat for the moment, showing the younger vampire that she is, slowly raises a hand. <laughs> 
Simon goes for staking. Okay. This escalated quickly. Yeah. Uh, See, I was trying to get in here with some persuasion and intimidation, but if you want to go for staking and rigor mortis, okay, go, go, go the fuck ahead. Uh, strength and melee difficulty nine? Yeah. Uh, dex melee to hit, and then, and then you have to use strength to get uh, the damage in. You have to do at least three points of damage. Two successes. So you get uh, four strength plus four. Okay. Because stakes one. Strength. Uh, it's strength two. Strength plus it'd be strength plus two. You right. You right. I have a counter to this or anything. What's the yeah, difficulty? I mean, you can essentially use dodge on these anymore. No. Four D ten. Eight. Six, you will have a soak. Yes, you can try and soak that. Otherwise, it will actually stake you because that's enough damage. So, I believe you roll your... I don't remember how dodging and God, like yeah. that works in V20. Well, I'm trying more the, you know, like, grab the wrist and, like, yeah. try to block it physically rather than getting out of the way. Oh, yeah. So, block uh, would be you're, you're using up your action for the round, so you wouldn't be able to do anything on your turn if we enter initiative. Um, to roll, uh, I think it's dexterity and brawl to try, and every success you make reduces their successes. Okay, and uh, if I can do that, then yep. And I think I have an applicable specialty. Uh, which specialty? Uh, in brawl, probably. Yep. So that adds one? Uh, no, it's uh, in Old World, It's if you roll a 10, it counts as two successes. Ah. Uh, point of order. This is lethal damage, correct? Yes. Okay. It sounds a lot scarier than it is, by the way. Yeah. Do you have fortitude or are you wearing armor? Uh, no. You cannot block. Well, ah. they can't soak. They can try and block the attack from hitting them. Because they, the block goes against the attack roll rather than against the damage roll. That's worded weird because it says lethal and aggravated attacks cannot be blocked. It should say soak, shouldn't it? Hang on. Oh, That's I'm looking at the actual the combat maneuver block. Oh, is it? Okay. Then maybe they just can't. That's but, a weird book. Fair enough. You do get to you do get to soak the damage, which I need to look up how to do. It, uh, stamina plus any fortitude if six. Block is specifically for um like hand to hand. Oh yeah, that's that and because sense. I'm attacking it with a weapon. That makes sense. Okay. I see what they're saying. Like you, you can't put, you can't like put your forearms up to block the sword coming down at you. Okay, right. yeah. So this, this would actually be uh, you. They could instead try to dodge or parry. Okay. Which would be Dex? I think it's athletics at this. Yeah, point. Dex athletics is dodge, and Dex melee is parry. 
So you can take either one of those two actions. And if you do, then... Try to parry, then. So, yeah. So that'd be dex and melee, difficulty six. Mm -hmm. And any success you take takes one success off of the attack. Parry requires a weapon, though. Uh, yes, you do need something to parry with, usually. Although I would say if it's a wooden stake, you might be able to parry with your hands, just using the same skill set. Didn't you grab a book? Oh, Simon was holding, had a book in his hand, and then set it back down. I think that one's up to the storyteller, but I yeah. feel like you can probably parry I, a stake with your hands. I will allow it. I will allow okay. it. Yeah. So that would be two. Which so would that make would it mean miss. it was no success. The, the yeah. stake, you blocked the stake. So Simon goes to lunge in for that for the impalement and Lorraine just sort of slaps his hand to the side really quickly right before the point of impact. I need everyone to roll initiative. I'm in a different initiative. <laughs> You are in a, a much worse initiative. <laughs> okay, the y'all are gonna have to remind me how to do this. Uh, it is wits plus dexterity. Yeah, or you roll no, a d10 it, and it, add d10 your wits and dexterity plus to it. wits plus dex. Yeah, yeah. Instead oh. of rolling extra dice, you just add the values to the result. But yeah, okay. there's there's initiative. There's actually an initiative on the on the di dice section about midway down. Okay, let me look. Uh, <laughs> that tracks. Oh, hi, look at that. Right, it's not ready. Difficulty what? It, does, it doesn't have a There's difficulty. There's no difficulty. It just rolls a d10 and adds the number. No. I think this populated the last... It did. It, w it won't let me... Okay. It did, but we can update them. Yeah. I rolled, a, I rolled a 15. 15. Guire's not in this fight. Why did I put that there? Mercy rolled a 15. Cat rolled a 13. You're not here. Add turn. Drag you over here. Add turn. And so, Mercy got a 15. Rain got a 6. Simon got a 14. And a decent name. Okay. Uh, you, Mercy still reads 14. Yeah. Probably didn't hit enter. That's on me. All right. So Mercy, Mercy, you have the floor. As far as like attacks or just conversation? For whatever you want to do, you have six seconds. Actually, I actually think it's three seconds in World of Darkness, but when yeah, World Wad is three seconds. Lorraine, what can you tell us? Seriously, I'm going to give you an opportunity before one of these two goes at you 
physically again. Just talk. It'll be much easier. Okay. That's your turn. I, I assume I'm waiting for my turn to do any responding. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, Simon. Does World of Darkness have readying in action? Um, you can hold an action, yes. Yeah, it's... Okay. Simon will hold, trying to stake Lorraine again. To okay. see if Lorraine will respond to Mercy first. Cat. Uh, I'm going to... Look, what's good for the Tremere is good for the Giovanni. Except for I can make it work, because generation. I am going to try and catch Lorraine's eyes. Okay. Go ahead and roll your dominate. Yep. And I'm going to use dominate too, so I can use a full sentence. Um, which is mesmerize, I believe, is the power name. Uh, yes. And specifically, I'm going to say let us through. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to spend a will PowerPoint on this for auto success. Oh, wait. What's a sorry? I should. What's your willpower? Uh, Main uh, primary sheet uh, down towards the bottom in the center. It says humanity path and then willpower. Uh, five. Five. I rolled it six. It's the same. It's the same result. Yeah. yeah. So four successes. Correct. So success for the record on this is uh, number of successes determines how well the suggestion takes hold in the subconscious. Um. At three or four successes, the command is effective unless following it endangers the subject. Like, specifically directly endangers. Like, like walking like, into fire. Yeah, like, oh. walk into that walk into that bonfire. Or shoot yourself. That requires five successes. I was about to say, for those of you playing along at home... Uh, <laughs> you need to roll more success. For well, that. you can't. You can't force them to shoot themselves. You can make them walk into danger. Yes, that, under true. that, that no matter how strong the kinder's will, his command cannot force the subject to harm herself directly or defy her innate nature. I, I think until you get to much higher points in dominance. Yeah, like like when you get like seven or eight successes, I feel like as a storyteller, it don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so, Anyway, so brain so. that suggestion in plants in your head, which the sentence was let, let us, us through. through. And that's all I'm doing, because that's my action. I'm not trying to move aggressively, anything like that. Okay. Lorraine, it is your turn. Uh so I'm going to 
step aside a little bit as like sort of unconsciously like just doing it as I'm looking at Mercy and just going look I've told you everything I know that's that's what you asked and just leaving the doorway open okay okay are you doing anything else on your turn uh, not at this moment, no. Okay, Mercy, it is your turn. Uh, so I am going to walk, I'll go past her. I'll go past the rain and go through the entryway. Okay. Lorraine, please describe what she sees. Uh, similarly to the previous room, this is like impeccably neat. Uh, it's a very like alchemical laboratory setup, and in one corner of the room is a large steel cage, like just and, very thick bars. And in the large steel cage, uh, currently, yeah, one older woman. Uh, probably between late 30s, early 40s. And a what looks to be not quite child, not quite teenage boy. Preteen. Can I approach them if I used all my actions? Um, I think you can cover the distance. I approach them. I have my hands up saying, I'm here to help. I mean you no harm. Okay. Simon, it's your turn. Simon looks back at Kat. It's like, do I still try to stop them? Like shrug. Simon shrugs in response and just puts the dagger, puts the stick away for now. Okay. Pat, what are you doing? Uh, I am walking right. I am also going into the room because I'm very curious now. See this whole thing? I'm like, okay. Is this this wasn't, this wasn't so severe? You had to keep it from us. Like, come on. <laughs> is this is? I just shout back. Like, well, not you know, say back through 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 the door. Are either of these people? Involved in our situation. Our war situation. I guess that's it. Okay. Lorraine, it is your turn to talk. Look, you, we all know that um, Albert can do a, a lot of things. And... It, it it just it doesn't work on the, the 
time. So, yes, I did find that it, there were people from that disappeared, and I did go and get a couple, but I, I needed it for my experiments. And, you know, sometimes, I am sure you all know that sometimes you get hungry. So these are mortals. I, I'm I'm moving into the room and like circling around the the edges. Okay. Mercy, um, getting closer, you can see that both of their eyes are red. Like iris red, or like red from like crying. Iris red. can't remember if I have, if I can play mind games or not. Do you have dominate? I don't think so. Um, can I read their auras? Yes. Um, That'll be perception and empathy difficulty eight reduced by your aspects, which is two, so difficulty six. Wait, my aspect, is it? That was three. Is it three? Okay, difficulty five. Um, Two successes. Um, Well, the first thing that immediately pops out is uh, you can tell that they are scared. Um, That's a thing I completely forgot. Um, so, bright orange. Um, but the thing that you notice is even though it's bright orange, it is pale. Which is vampire. Vampire. I turn to cat. They're not quite mortal anymore. Okay. Are we still in initiative at this point? Uh, yes. Okay, fair enough. So, Simon, it is your turn. Simon walks in the room and just kind of like stays on edge and it's like they're not mortal and like Again, aura reads like looks at the aura of um character Lorraine name Lorraine, yes, looks at the aura uh, of Lorraine. So, the one thing you're now noticing, having taken a second look, you're not sure how you missed it the first time, are those black flashes 
firing off through her aura. By being hungry, you're feeding on kindred. Did you turn these people to feed on them? There is a long string of very foul Italian. <laughs> so that's Cat's turn. Yes, that is the entirety of Cat's turn. Lorraine, <laughs> it is your turn. Have I been able to find anything like behind my back? Yep. So I would like to try the ritual of burning blade. That one takes ten minutes. Does it? Ritual rituals take a lot longer than just spells. Yeah, yeah, because it didn't like it, the other one said specifically it took a time. This one didn't. Uh, some of them take a lot longer, but a baseline ritual, I think it takes it's like it's like it's either a minute or ten minutes per dot level of the ritual. One sec. Uh, rituals uh, at the. Casting ritual. Play one success. Should a roll fail? Require special ingredients. Uh, unless stated otherwise, a ritual requires five minutes per level to cast. Ah. Okay, well, I'm just going to go for Simon with a like with a scalpel or whatever I've managed to grab. Okay, yeah. Uh, so that will be Dex and Melee, difficulty six. Mm-hmm. Because I particularly said that Simon's still on edge, can I parry it? Uh, you still have the stake in your hand, so yes. So I need Dex Melee. That would be your action for the next round. Uh, take away your action for the next round, though. Okay. Oh. So that is actually zero successes. You wouldn't even need to bury it, unfortunately. Okay. So, in a the corner. <laughs> really swift motion, uh, those of you who are looking at her can see her grab for a scalpel and go at Simon. Which he sidesteps. Mercy, it is your turn. <sighs> Kit, are they? Are the people in the cage coherent besides being able to scream? Like, can they talk? Yes. Uh, Mercy, Scass, you ask them, who are you? Where are you from? What happened? While the fight's going on in the background. Um, The mom will respond, or the older woman will respond, my name is my name is Cynthia. I'm I'm from Florida. We were visiting here to just see Mardi Gras. And this is my son, Matthew. And we have no idea what's actually going on. 
And it is Simon's turn. It's a couple of kind that she just sort of grabbed off the street to turn and experiment Simon on. goes for a stake to the heart. Spending a willpower this time. Two successes. Okay. Um, uh, you did already use your action to... to uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. That is correct. My bad. Cat, it is your yep. turn. Mercy's got the Mer- Mercy's got the oh, young no, thing. You didn't. You didn't need to because it missed. Yeah. He, All right. I I, I, I compared enough, my brain completely fair. missed that. So. That is correct. Okay. So two successes. You, Lorraine, you can attempt to parry, but you will forfeit your action for the next turn. In doing so, uh, I I think I've like just overextended myself, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to okay. think of parrying, to be fair. All right. So, Simon, you have two successes. Please roll your damage. So it's the two successes plus my strength? Well, yes. it's the one extra success, so it's your strength plus two. Okay. Because the, the, the stake adds an extra one. So, well, I spent a willpower, so I have two successes. Oh, yes, you have yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. One success okay. gets you to hit, one extra gets you an extra die on the damage. Yep. So it's strength plus stake of one plus extra success of one, so strength plus two. Okay. 40, 10, 7, and a 9. Two damage. It's not going to do it. And vampires can soak lethal, yeah? Yes. They can soak, yes. Uh, which is your still, yeah. stamina. Difficulty stamina six. That, just, yeah. just your raw stamina, unless you have fortitude, which I don't think you do because you're a Tremere, but... I have a feeling this isn't going to work out too well, but... Oh. Two damage becomes one damage. So you get a little, just the tip of the, just just the tip of the stake. Just the tip. Got it. All right. So, Lorraine, it is lethal. Take one lethal, please. Yes. Sorry, it's cast turn, specifically, actually. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um... Yeah, Mercy's got the Mercy's got the 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 newbie situation under control for the moment. Um let me see if is there anything else in I mean this is a this is an experiment room. So, is there anything big and heavy, Lorraine, that can be used as you know to a beat someone device. with? I mean, there'd probably be like a, a centrifuge, centrifuge or whatever it's called, it's the blood spinny thing. Right. So it's about like, yep, so big around. Just yeah, grab onto like, one end of it and just whoosh. It has a, and they have a power cord, so it's just a big flail. 
Now, I am not great at fighting, but... Bodgers and slams. That is annoyed enough. I'm going to spend... um, I'm going to spend a blood point to bump up my dexterity. Uh, Dex and melee. And then Dex melee, yep. Uh, That brings me down... Uh, do I have Dex Melee on this? Uh, Improvised you know weapons are usually just bashing damage, I believe. Yes. Um, uh, okay. Um, uh, what difficulty? Base. Just base difficulty. Not bad. Three successes. Damn. So that'll be... That'll be two... Right? Yeah. successes plus strength, Mm -hmm. and then I have potent, so so, so it's... So there's one automatic success to this. Okay. Um... That's not how potence works, all right. Yep, yeah. Potence is just auto successes to any any strength related role. Um that makes it really uh, easy to stake someone if you've got a lot of potence. Uh-huh. That's why you that's why you worry about the bruja with the stake. Uh you don't worry about the bruja with the gun, you worry about the bruja with the stake. So that will be three because ones don't take off take off successes on damage rolls. Yep, that's correct. So, so that's three damage. Rebashing damage to Dash. soak with your one stamina. <laughs> I have a feeling that that will not go well, but you soak one of it. Yeah. You are rolling Whack. consistent on that. Yeah, so everybody who's looking, um, which I believe is just Simon and unfortunately Lorraine, uh, sees Cat just one hand of centrifuge upside. Lorraine's head. And then just from that spin, just sort of dumps it off to the side. She just wanted to get the one shot in because she's really annoyed right now. (laughs) And now she's going to let Simon deal with that problem. She's going to let Mercy deal with that problem. And she's going to stand in the center and just let whatever happens, happens. Okay. So Lorraine, it is now your turn. (laughs) Smack! Okay, I'm done now. I mean, to be honest, smacking somebody with a centrifuge really sounds very cathartic. Right? Especially if you spin it. Like, turn it on and swing it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to change tactics then and go for cat. I'm going to try the blood rage. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! No! Oh boy! <laughs> you you had someone out of the fight. They're about to rejoin the fight. Uh, I still so. just like moments like that. Jeremy's reactions. <laughs> I don't know exactly how it works, though. Uh, you roll. It is um, 
all thaumaturgy rules are baseline going to be uh, intelligence spend a blood point and make a willpower, willpower roll against a difficulty equal to the powers level plus three. Yes. So for blood rage, it'll be difficulty five. So willpower, willpower diff roll five. diff five. Right. And you spend a blood point. Each success forces the subject to spend one blood point immediately in the way the caster desires, which could mm -hmm. go, which must go towards some logical expenditure the target vampire could make, such as increasing phys physical attributes or using disciplines. So, uh, how um, am I spending two yeah, blood cat, points? Cat immediately spends two blood points the way that you want them to. So, Ooh. the things that you can spend blood points on that I can do. Because healing potentially, but I'm not hurt. Yeah. Um, I could raise my strength by one for each blood point, my dexterity by one for each blood point, stamina by one for each blood point. Um, mix of that. So it could be strength one, stamina one, etc. Um I don't think I actually have any any powers that spend blood. I don't. I mean, I don't think so. I don't think any of the... Well, that's not true. There are some of the necromancy ones that allow it, or that, that require it, I think. Let me see. Uh, not that. Uh... I don't know how that would work in terms of forcing me to do it, but technically summon soul is one. Um, Rigor mortis uses willpower, not blood, so can't force that one. Correct. And I don't think you want to, because I'll just use it on you. Um, uh, the Graves Decay but I would have to have a corpse nearby. And it just means it destroys it. Uh, and Sepulchre doesn't work because there aren't any ghosts in this area right now. So basically spend my spend on my physical stats or try to summon a ghost. Each success also increases the subject's difficulty to resist frenzy by one. Yes. If whatever you do causes them to frenzy. Correct. Um... Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna bump up your decks then. Okay. Two more turns to gone up enough. to five. That's so correct. I feel blood stir and, and, and I get angry. Oh, you just made the last mistake of your own life. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, fantastic line. <laughs> All right, mercy. L, was this your plan going in? Hey, kinda. It would not <laughs> surprise me. I will point out a certain uh, snake, snake PC related PC mm -hmm. from Breakverse. Yep. <laughs> um, mercy is just gonna look at the chaos behind her. And look to the people in front of her, the two 
probably very frightened people in front of her and position herself in such a way that most of the most of the chaos is not visible to them. Okay. You can do that. And say this this does not concern you. This is not your fault. It will be over soon. I hope. Hmm. Hopeful and ominous. I love it. All right. Simon, it is your turn. Simon's going to try to stick Lorraine in the back this time. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they turned they turned to face yeah. uh, Cat. So you get an extra two dice in this attack. <laughs> and going to spend another willpower. All the willpower. Can I Simon, just... does, Simon doesn't use willpower very much. Can I just Wait. say, as a, like, as... As a, as a spectator to this, not Katie, not not Mercy. Like, oh my god, <laughs> six successes. Shit. Are you going to dodge, or is or is uh, is Lorraine not paying enough attention? No, I am very distracted. <laughs> so that is strength plus five. Er, I think. I think this might hurt. No, strength plus six, because it was six total successes, and there's an extra one from the stake. Yep. Strength plus six. So 8d10. Yep, that's... Uh, One, two, three, four, five damage. You cannot not be staked. Yep. (laughs) So, Mercy throws herself up. Sorry, six damage. Against the uh, against the cage as best as she can, right before Cat <laughs> says, "You just made the worst mistake of your unlife," and then just stake through the through the back. As Lorraine goes rigid and falls. Yep. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I feel like I don't know if it's frenzy bad, but I do feel like I need to make a self-control roll right now. Um difficulty seven. Oh, okay. Let me put let me bump that up. I self-control roll to not curb stomp. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. Uh um there is a moment uh, where notably. You- would the would the increased difficulty from Blood Fury apply here? Oh, that's true. Yes. That would make a diff nine. Oh god. So you failed. Okay. Good. Embrace the dark side. So love loving this world war. Thank you. Um she is just gonna. She she's gonna stock up to the stake, uh, a Tremere, and just start curb stomping until there's just a puddle. Until someone I... stops her, or there is no more Tremere. Um, Simon will because it's now too much emotion, and will demon demonation you. Mercy's not moving. This is this is too much emotion being displayed. Calm down. <laughs> Magically. 
So what's um, humanity rating? Uh, not good, Bob. Uh, four. Four, okay. Charisma, but the difficulty four. Four successes. Okay. You're chilled out for the next <sighs> week. Yeah, so that, that... I'm aware of what that is, what happened, right? Kinda. Emotions don't just flip yeah. like a bitch. So, Cat starts curb stomping and then just... I, it does notably, I have to talk to him, it's like, okay, Cat, you can curb stomp them some more later when you're yeah, in there's control. Instant calm. Look back at you. Two things. Thank you. And you can turn that off at some point, right? If I can, I will. Good enough. <laughs> and I'm pulling out my phone and I'm calling Destiny. It goes two rings. <clears throat> Cat, what can I do for you tonight? So I have some news for you. Uh, we spoke with your... The person that you asked us to speak with. Lorraine, yeah. It was a Lissambra. That's literally the only information we know. Well, you also got a location to check. Yes, and uh, and and a place to check. We will go check there when we have a chance. All that said, I have some unfortunate information to pass along, which is this this waste of good vitae is decided to uh, has apparently been snatching at least some people off the streets. Embracing them, I'm assuming without permission from the prince, and occasionally eating them. I would like to pretend that I did not just hear the sentence. I think I heard. Um, unfortunately, my station does not allow for that. There is a stake in her right now. She is in the basement of 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 her her shop. There are two very young kindred here behind bars in a cage. Mercy yells. Yes, in a cage. I trust you can clean up this whole situation. Yeah, yeah. You guys head to whatever point you need to check next, and I will head immediately to the strangeatorium. Thank you. You hear him do that thing where you cover the phone and talk to somebody. Yep. <laughs> I hang up. I Situation resolved. We can go continue to investigate. We can leave all this here. I need everybody to roll me perception and alertness difficulty six. <laughs> Good old buddy Simon. It's almost like constant high tensions are useful. Hey, ooh, ah, ah, ah. Cat and Simon. 
you both start just sort of taking in the scene and there is one bottle of something on a shelf that catches your eye. It is a crystalline bottle. It almost looks like those old perfume bottles with the glass topper. Um, but the liquid inside is moving and red. Like moving of its own accord? Uh, yes. Like it shimmers every once in a while like it's moving. So I mean, kind of investigate it without touching it. Like just kind of looking at it, mulling over what it might be. Yeah, uh, it is. It's in its own little window with a like a study door. Is there a roll to see if Simon has any idea what it could be? Uh, Give me both of you. Give me intelligence and occult difficulty nine. Okay. Successes. Intelligence, occult difficulty nine. One. Oh wait, why are there two? Why is there plus? I don't know. Oh, because I had put two modifiers in there for a previous roll. Um, I am angry right now. Well, I'm not angry. (laughs) I'm still distracted. Yep. You want to be angry, but you can't be angry. (laughs) Which just makes me angrier. There are not necessarily legends, but whisperings of important artifacts to kindred kind. And these artifacts can do a number of things. Um, There's artifacts that could keep blood for a long time. You've seen, you've seen those. Uh, Agony has a flask. Um, But there was, you're not sure where you read it, but there is a very sought after sort of elixir known to kindred kind. And if you guys are in possession of it, you. To put it simply, you would have hit the mother load. Simon, with aura perception, just ask Lorraine if that's what this is. Do we have a name on that elixir? Can you respond in? Lorraine can't speak. Lorraine is staked and thus paralyzed. I'm looking at aura, though, for a reaction. I'm trying to see if they're they're aura Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Because they are still aware while they're staked. Yep. Unless they enter torpor, but that's not the situation now. You got a long minute for that. Um, There is a flash of (laughs) 
We're going to go with red. Oh, my. <laughs> Anger. Hmm. Like, was it angry before I asked the question? No. Okay. No, it was bi it was bitter before the before the question. Ah, okay. You just wanted you people to leave. Yep. Hmm. It seems like it very well could be that. Sorry, what? Do we have it? Do we have a name on this elixir and or what it does? Uh, it is right off the tip of Simon's tongue. He can't remember Sa it. Simon kind of vaguely describes what the elixir does. Um, so, what this potion can do, to just sort of, I will go ahead and rip back the, uh, the sticker here. What you guys have found is a, is a let me 100% get the wording correctly, a concoction of vitality. For those of you who, as Simon says that name out loud, you guys can roll intelligence and occult difficulty eight because a name was given to it. Fuck me. There we go. There's a good roll. Fucking finally. Chat. Um, Shit. Mercy has no idea. Damn it. Cat. That's liquid gold. Uh-huh. For 24 hours, you can walk as a human. That is either a blessing or a curse in a bottle. Oh, shit. We are... Cat does not express that yet. No, that was just Katie saying, oh, yeah. that was not Percy. Cat just walks over, takes the bottle, takes it takes, it takes the thing, walks over, stands over Lorraine so Lorraine can see her with the bottle, not yours anymore. <laughs> we will talk, we will, we will deal with this. I looked at that. We will deal with this later. Let's go. So there is, of course, a chorus of please don't go, please help us from the newly made kindred in the help is cell. On the way. Yeah, Somebody who is coming that who will be able to help you. Kat is assuming that they're going to die, but they don't. She doesn't say that. Ah, uh, it's just start, start to the Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 3, right? <laughs> yes. So as you guys exit, Destiny is pulling up in a the first time you've actually seen his truck. Usually he just sort of jumps from seemingly nowhere. He doesn't jump from the roof this time? No. Good sheriff. Okay. It's all downstairs. You got a direction. This place is like. I'm assuming they left the doors open. Yeah. Simon lays out a very specific path. 
It's like, it is 35 feet forward, 10 feet to the left. Sometimes you're down a set of stairs. Sometimes your attention to detail scares me. Other times it is highly useful. This is one of those times. <laughs> you will just... fled... Yeah. The fledglings are still in their cage. Good. They Good. don't seem to have any idea what's going on or anything like that. Um, uh, Lorraine is staked. Their names... Are Cynthia and Matthew, they're from Florida. They're tourists here from Mardi Gras. It's a mother and her son. Well, unfortunately, if, they're going to probably either be uh, long-term residents or long-term residents. They're not going back to Florida. Which, just, granted, is probably a bonus. <laughs> As I was, I just, Mercy will say, I just needed somebody to say their name. That is fair. Cynthia and Matthew. Got it. Thank you. And he will make his way downstairs. Yep. Let's go. Should somebody be in con should, should somebody contact Wire at this point? Because it has been a little bit more than I, I, I feel like that like Wire's leaving everything on red right now. That's yes, weird. but we should at least try. As we, as we need to find out if Guire is alive to get to get back to you on that. Yep. Simon responds, "Yes, we should." And send Guire another text, like update on the payload. So as our camera switches back to Guire, Alexei steps into the overturned U-Haul, and the instant his foot touches ground inside the inside the U-Haul. Yep. There's a small there's a there's a small surge of blood from the ground towards him. Uh I need to roll willpower diff six, and he needs to roll stamina and fortitude diff six, which I'm assuming he has plenty of fortitude being adventurer, but we're gonna try. Get less than two successes, please. Okay, what does your thing do? Uh, what did he? I need to know because he says his. Okay, so it doesn't last long. Um, as I spend three blood. Oof. So for the next, because the number of successes that I have net determines how long it lasts. Uh, I think it's just the next turn with only one success. Which means I need to kill this man fast. Uh, with one success, yeah, for the next turn, he loses three stamina. Okay. So he just. <clears throat> so as he he steps he steps forward, the blood on the rune rushes up to grasp him, and as it takes hold, Guire just goes now and starts going forward with the blade. Okay, and. That is where we will end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Adios. Bye. Bye. Bye.